podcast is presented by Torn Curtain Collective. Hi, I'm Anya with Torn Curtain Collective. We're back with another podcast today to follow on from our last one, where we talked about this idea that there is an unseen realm and that as Christians, God has made us to function in maximal effectiveness when we operate spiritually. This time, Jeff and I are together once again. Good to be back with you all. And we're going to have a discussion about the power of our declarations. Hey, Jeff, why don't you kick us off this time by telling us what declarations are all about? To declare is really to speak in authority over a situation. And we're doing so in a way to bring about change. One of the great things about it is it shifts our position from being under our circumstances to from passivity into action. We literally rise up to declare in faith what we know to be true even before we see the evidence. Yeah, actually it reminds me of that verse that says, let the weak say I am strong. I used to think, what's the the Bible asking us to do, to lie? (laughs) But actually that's an example of a declaration, isn't it? It's it's speaking out something that we we know is meant to be true in our lives when actually, (laughs) if you look around with human eyes, we still look very weak. Yeah, that's great. Declaration, it's, it's actually the ultimate expression of a faith-filled heart. It was interesting. It reminds me of a story from not too long ago. And at the end of the year, we were a little bit stuck and uh, we were thinking a lot about our kids and the situation of of, of peers around them. We wanted to really surround them with faith-filled kids so that they could really go on for the Lord. It's also thinking a lot about my work life after coming back from Turkey, being overseas. It really felt like it was time for it to go to another level. Then on New Year's Eve, we were at this sermon And there was a visiting pastor and he encouraged us not just to reflect on the year that had passed as a piece of history, but to look forward and to actually declare things over the new year in faith. Yeah, and I think something rose up in us as we listened, didn't they? We 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 gave it a shot. We started speaking out a bunch of declarations over our family and our ministry, and in particular your work life. Yeah, really, in less than six months, God had not just brought us back to New Zealand because we've been here for a few years by that stage but it actually planted us here in a very firm way and we began to flourish didn't we? It was was like God's response was so immediate that it just affirmed us in what we were doing. It was like he was waiting for us to open the door for him to really go to work in our lives. I mean, it does bring me, it does remind me of that whole idea that, you know, actually most of those declarations, I think we would say they were things that were on the heart of God for our family. And in a way, we were just agreeing with them out loud, weren't we? Yeah, he was stirring us. Yeah. And we were responding to him. Yeah. And then he was responding to us. It was great. It was the idea of the yes and amen all uh, resonating and bouncing off each other, heaven to earth. Yeah, that's great. You often speak about Psalm 92, though, don't you, Jeff, um, in terms of declarations? Yeah, it's quite a simple but profound verse. It's Psalm 92 and verse 2, and it says, I will declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness at night. Yeah, I guess when we wake up in the morning, we know a little bit about what's to come, but we don't, you know, have full clarity until we until after it's all over. That's right. The 2020 clarity is still to come. We can, even when we don't know what's happening in the day, we can shape the day by rising up in faith and declaring words like this. I declare that the loving kindness of my Lord is pervasive in my life and that the kind intentions of his heart and his grace toward me will colour every single hour of the day ahead in Jesus' name. 
Well, sure. And that's going to help our expectations about what the day might bring and probably our mood in the day. And, you know, I imagine our hope, it, it helps our hope level to rise, doesn't it? And um, bring, bring that frame of mind to the day. But would you say that our de- declarations do more than just shape our emotions or inform our mind? Yeah, I think that's a good point. They, they actually change the spiritual landscape. A force has been released that will create biases in the circumstances of my day. It's going to change the way people treat me. And all of those things that, you know, are seemingly random happenings of the day are going to begin to align with those words. Like prayer, declarations powerfully connect us with heaven. Prayer invites God into our life. Declarations place a key in the lock and swing the door wide so that heaven can intervene and really be at work in our life. Yeah, I like that. And actually, we were reflecting a little bit earlier about declarations and how they are such a great reflection of how God himself operates as a father. Yeah, that's so good. You remember that it says he spoke and it was done and he commanded and it stood fast. That's Psalm 33, 9. That's how God the Father gets things done. He speaks. Yeah, we often say that too, that we are also spiritual beings. And uh, if we want to act and get something done in the physical realm, usually we use our hands. But if we want to get something done in the spiritual realm, like God the Father, we use our words. Like Jesus, who was called the Word of God, we, we speak into the into the situation don't we yeah that's good with just the way that we begin to reflect the character of god as we begin to include declarations in our walk with god it's like we're just emulating what we see him doing we're growing day by day to be more like our father god yeah it's like he doesn't only say things to have a conversation with us or to share information with us so many times in scripture the lord speaks and he includes this word declare in what he says. It's a really well-known verse, but we often come back to it. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and to give you a hope and a future. Yeah, and those words, declares the Lord, they change everything. He's just—he's not just letting us know that he has plans. He is registering those plans in the spiritual realm so that angels and demons alike are now aware of their existence. All of their actions toward us now They must work around or align with the words of destiny that our loving Father has spoken over us. Why don't you tell us, Jeff, about the time when we were about to take our four children and go to live in Turkey, which for us was on the other side of the world, and the particular declaration that came out of our preparation for that time? Yeah, that's a great example. We were just a few weeks away from going. We'd already booked our flights and we were prepared to go. And I just really felt that the Spirit of God coming and sort of tapping me on the shoulder, and he wanted to say something. And after a few days, uh, what came out was with these words, peace and safety. And they came out clear and strong. And it was like he was speaking just those personal, like a personal word over our life, that word peace and safety. He was stamping us with those words. It was great. Yeah, so we picked up on that. And in agreement with him, we started not just praying, dear God, would you keep us in, you know, give us peace and keep us safe. But we started actually declaring those words as if they were a done deal for us, as if they we had this covenant uh, that could not be broken. And so, you know, it was really interesting. People would look at us about to head off to Turkey and go, wow, you guys are really brave. And we'd just say, well, actually, we've got this promise. Um, there is peace and safety for our family. And we sort of do it like this. We claim the promise of peace and safety over our family. It was just simple words, but they were powerful words that made a difference. Then there came a day when we completely lost our two-year-old daughter over in Turkey. 
just a few weeks after we'd arrived. Yes, and if ever we needed peace and safety, it was in that moment. We probably hadn't thought we were going to encounter such a, um, a disaster so early on, but it was this, this one particular morning we'd only just moved into a new apartment and uh, calling the kids down for breakfast in the morning from, we had a four, you know, four levels to our house, so they were sort of sprawled all over the place. And, and after calling for maybe 15 or 20 minutes, we realised Liberty wasn't there and she wasn't even two yet. And uh, we all went on a bit of a hunt around the house going Liberty, Liberty, thinking she was probably um, playing one of her typical games of hide and seek. Only it soon became apparent that she wasn't in the house. And then somebody noticed that the front door was ajar and we, our hearts kind of you know, stopped for a minute because it was like, oh my goodness, our two-year-old has gone wandering in Turkey. And we were in a huge city surrounded by busy streets on every side. And um, and it was like, we just had no idea which way to start looking for this child. And it was really very interesting that... <laughs> We all, I mean, we did what any parent would do, and we all got the shoes on and, and started going out and calling for liberty. Quick, very quickly, all of our neighbours joined in, and half the neighbourhood was looking for her. But it was very, very interesting that in this middle of this moment, where actually, you know, we had every human reason to be quite terrified and, and incredibly anxious, this it was as if the act of re-speaking those words suddenly connected us to the truth of them. And, and I just remember under my breath saying, no, peace and safety. I declare peace and safety over our family. We hold on to this promise of peace and safety. We were able to triumph in that moment. And sure enough, Liberty, Liberty was fine. She was down the road in the arms of a police officer with a huge gun slung across his shoulder sucking on a lollipop and and she was she was at peace it was one of those it was one of those perfect (laughs) instagram moments wasn't it that you just couldn't you couldn't capture it yeah this big burly policeman this lollipop and the ak-47 over his shoulder yeah and the fear just wasn't there that day and it was so amazing i remember even actually to be honest thinking I've got this peace in my heart and I know she's safe, but a good mother should be panicky right now. I need to really look panicky. <laughs> Try and convince everyone I'm really, really concerned about my daughter. <laughs> oh, so wow. how, how, do you, how do you go with that, eh? <laughs> we're, we're either awesome or negligent. <laughs> this brings to mind kind of an interesting idea. Wow, how do we take, you know, you think of how much reverence we bring to the bring to the Word of God and we just value it so much. And it's like it's holy and sacred and belongs to God. But this idea of taking it as our own and having the audacity, the sheer audacity to say, this is mine, I'm taking it, I'm putting it in the bank in my life. This is something that I'm owning for myself. I'm declaring it over my life. That, that takes so much confidence, spiritual confidence, doesn't it? Yeah, and you've got some examples too of just, you know, day-to-day use of declarations in your life, haven't you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I refer to that one, let the weak say I am strong. And I mean, it was a bit, it's a bit funny to say, but I've actually, I've actually really um, declared that over life, over my life when I feel sometimes at my weakest, just to say, you know, I just declare that I am strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. You know, when I feel confused, for example, I can take that scripture and say, I declare that I have the mind of Christ. I'm speaking it out like I mean it. I'm not, you know, God has not given us a spirit of fear, for example. Why don't you tell us how we might use declarations on a day-to-day level? Yeah, so another way we use the word of God with declarations is when God has highlighted and specifically named something negative. Maybe it's operating in our family or in our lives or in the lives of someone we're praying for. What we begin to do is we'll just search up in Scripture, focusing on that 
particular word that God has used to name the thing. And we'll, and we'll use that as the base. We'll find verses in the Bible that speak into that space, maybe in a positive way, maybe in a negative way. And we'll wrap those verses with a, with a declaration and we, we begin to speak them out against whatever it is that's coming in to do something oppressive. And we find that is just a powerful way to change the atmosphere and to bring about breakthrough. And God is leading not by speaking a sentence of his word or, or something like that. Instead, he's leading us by naming something and then we respond by finding that in his word and bringing all that we can find in his word against it. Arnold, can you give us some examples of how you de use, use declarations in your life? Yeah, one thing I really like to do is actually not just to read the Bible, but actually to sing it out over, and I've done that over our suburb a bit recently. Um, I remember the other day I was just, I just put Hosea 6 up on the piano and um, and it actually says, come let us return to the Lord. Um, he has torn us to pieces, but he will heal us. He has injured us, but he will bind up our wounds. Um, and I just started to turn that into a declaration and say, you know, I declare that you know that my community are going to return to the Lord. That that though we might be fragmented, the Lord is going to heal us. Um, all of our injuries are going to be bound up because He binds our wounds. And I just declare, He will revive us. He will restore us. We're going to be the people who live in His presence. And so, for example, that's just taking a couple of verses out of out of you know one of the prophets, but just just with that passion in my heart for our community, turning that into a declaration of blessing and of revival and restoration over my community. I remember we did this a lot when we were over in Turkey too. Um, I had a lovely friend over there um, and we would go prayer walking together and you know she would often just take her little Bible and open it up to a psalm and just instead of uh, just reading the psalm, we would we would declare it. You know, we would say, Lord, I declare over that home that you are you are their strength, that they are going to watch for you. You are their fortress, Lord. You are the God on whom they can rely. And these people might not have been reading the Bible for themselves, but we were declaring the scripture over over those people in order for God, you know, to bring that blessing and breakthrough into their lives. You're just releasing the power of God's word. It was it was great. Yeah, and I, th I think that I think that with that, Jeff, um, you know, the 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 framework behind it is that the whole world lies in the grasp of the evil one. We know that. We know Satan's a liar. And we feel that if we're going to take back ground from him, and if we're going to see places restored to just the way God intended, which is our passion, isn't it? Then we're going to need to actively come against against those lies with some truth. We need to shine light into the darkness. Yeah. And so we don't need to just know the truth, although that will definitely set us free on a personal level, but we need to wield a weapon of truth against the lies of the enemy. Uh, whether they're lies he speaks into our midst or lives, lies he perpetuates through the world. And we often do that through declarations. And Anya, I was just thinking about that helpful perspective that we got hold of recently. Yeah, because often when we're trying to speak truth into a situation, part of our mind going, yeah, but that's not really the way it is. But this perspective was very helpful. The guy that shared it with us was basically saying, we can distinguish fact from truth. Fact being what we see naturally as human beings with our human eyes, and truth being what God's intention is for that situation. So for example, it might be a fact that I'm broke, but the truth that overrides that is my God will supply all my needs. It might be a fact that 
bad things keep happening. But we can declare the truth over the top of that that says no good thing will he withhold from those who love him. I was thinking of somebody who might say, yeah, but my friend just died. That's a fact. But even in the face of that, we can declare the truth. He who believes in me, even though he was dead, yet shall he live. So there's there's God's truth that it doesn't, it's not annulling what we see with our eyes, you know, on a human level, but it's certainly bringing um, scriptural truth and trumping what we might otherwise hold on to just in terms of our flesh. And what happens when we make a declaration is that the that these facts actually need to bow to the truth, to Jesus who is the truth, and to what he says into a situation. And so we come into agreement with him and we declare with him that everything that's happening in our lot in our lives needs to line up with his, his good intentions for us. And we do that by declaring truth in the face of fact. Yeah, it's uh, it's great to have something to hang your faith on, isn't it? And, and something to keep coming back to. We've got scriptures that we've just owned for a child when they've been born. Yeah, I think it's not just, you know, any of life's transitions often call for a fresh word into that season that we can then not just receive as comfort, but actually speak out in power over the season ahead. Perhaps, you know, on our wedding day, we can speak forward over our marriage, over yeah, our right. over our future together. Or we buy our first home and we say, okay, we're not just going to pray for our new home and pray over it, but we're actually going to declare um, God's intention is that this will, you know, we declare that this home is going to be a place of hospitality. We declare that this home is going to be a sanctuary for all who come here. We declare that the presence of the Lord will fill our home. We, we declare and we, so we make those declarations in faith um, in life's transitions. And I think that this is a real, there's real power in getting new promises mm. and new declarations yeah. for a new season. That's, that's so good. And, and you know when a new season is coming up, you know when things are changing. And that's the time to come before God, to come before his word and to get fresh promises, fresh words from the Lord and then to bring them in, in a new way to a, a new time in your life. Yeah, and let's do that right now. Lord, we come to you in prayer and we pray that you'd so fill us with your word, that you'd so speak over us all that you have for us, that it would fill our minds and hearts and souls so that we would overflow. You're the one who said, open your mouth and I will fill it. You're the one who said, I am with you always. You're the one who said to us, I give you authority. And so we rise up in authority in your presence. We stand by your side and we take what all of the promises that you've spoken over our lives, all of the good words that we hold dear, and we speak them out and we watch the darkness dispel. And we speak life and we speak hope and we speak love and we speak joy over our own lives, over the lives of our family, over everyone who we meet each day. We just declare that we are bringing the kingdom of God to earth wherever we go and whatever we do. We just declare that we are heralds of a new day and our mouth is anointed by God to change the world. 